So right, what so are some of the things that you and the coaching staff have negotiated that are different when you have just one game in a week? Well, you know, I've been asked that question a couple times this week. Um, when it's a Thursday game, it's, it's not much. It's, it feels really, uh, um, really normal. Um, after the game on Thursday, then we'll have to navigate from, from a Thursday to a Thursday. That'll be a little bit different. Uh, the next single game we have is a Saturday. And then your Monday and Tuesday, I think, will be a little bit different the way you manage it. Um, you know, I think that uh, the approach for the players that we've tried to kind of focus on is just to to really dial in on, you know, uh, an opponent that uh, exposed us in a lot of ways the first time we played them. And to get everything else out of your mind, we don't have to, you know, worry about, you know, uh, minutes played or – you know, we just got one thing to focus on, and that's let's take these three days in practice uh, to try and work on some of the things that uh, we need to do better in order to to compete with this group. So, and I, I and I'm really pleased. I think your guys have done a great job. I, um, it's it, you know, it's it's difficult. Uh, you come you come after, out of there out of a loss, and there's a lot of criticism on the guys, and you know, it's it's a game that. You knew it was going to be really tough, and we won. You know, we won there a, a lot. And uh, uh, you know, this is the group that lo- that you know loses that 11-game winning streak against the team. It, it felt similar to you know coming out of Weaver State when we when we you know got beat in that game. But uh, I give a ton of credit to to our captains, our seniors, because our three practices have been really good. So look, look forward to a big, big good game. Coach Randy Bennett, I think, has seven players from down under this year. How, do you have any theories as to how he continues to own that pipeline? And have you yourself ever tried to recruit on that side of the world? Well, he, he had for years, his assistant was uh, the under-18 national coach for years in Australia. That was his number one assistant. And uh, he left uh, this past year and now is um, the uh, NBA Youth Development League Uh but they have those. I think there's one in one in China and one in Aust- Australia. There's one in Mexico. Walter Ruiz is the head coach of the one in Mexico. Um, and 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 so I think there's still some carryover. Players recruit players pretty well, uh, as far as that is concerned. Um, and you know our our experience, you know, with. Uh, with foreign guys is a little is a little different than most. I mean, I, I think it's it's been well documented that uh, it's it's a little bit difficult with uh, our admissions and and you know TOEFL tests and all those kind of things to get just the average ball player from a foreign country in school here. In fact, we have a team in our conference who had an interpreter for a guy for two years, and I mean you got to score a pretty good TOEFL score to be considered for admissions into BYU. So there's a lot of factors that I think go into it. Um, but, uh, I've, I, you know, I, I think that uh, their Australian connection uh, has been really good for their situation. And, you know, our, our, our situation is, is a little bit different. Our return missionaries have been really good for us over the years. I think one thing about recruiting foreign players that people don't really understand is that they really want to know your roster and they really want to know who you have and who's on scholarship and what the opportunity is 
when they come from that far away to a place and when you've got guys that they think are stashed on missions and other places and what position they play and it causes a lot of angst, anxiety in the recruiting process. As you might imagine, because it causes a lot of anxiety to the head coach at BYU. I know it's not completely uncommon, but you're obviously this will be the second time you're facing St. Mary's, yet there are a couple of teams in the conference you haven't faced at all yet. Is that a little, is that a little strange? You know, I, I think that uh, it, it's become a little more common now because TVs run all the conference uh, schedules for, for matchups and games. But I, I think the real challenge, the, the, the challenge isn't when you play the team the second time because their focus is dialed in and you got film from the first game and you can break those things down. It's when you go back and play the team that you haven't played and how, will your guys put the effort into the prep that needs to be put into that preparation when before they were so familiar with the team. And that's where we, what we've got when we play LMU and San Diego and obviously um, uh, Gonzaga. Don't worry as, as much about Gonzaga. You do maybe the other two. Anything else? Come on, man. I just got back from I just got back from the Cougar Club at Salt Lake, and I'd still be there if I let them keep asking me questions. I had to break it off so I could get back for practice. Does Fitz give them a kind of look that they haven't really had before that makes it more difficult to prepare for them because of his athleticism and ability on the outside? And, and, and you know, his ability to get hot from the perimeter, like he did against us. Um, you know, the, he, he's a he's a triple threat guy that you know that. You know, if you leave him for an open shot, he's capable of knocking down that three. If you crowd him, he can put it past you and get to the rim and finish, and then he's good at the free throw line. So, you know, he's a guy that uh, has really stepped in and, and, and just kind of um, filled that position pretty well. The position that, you know, they're still trying to find is that low post score, you know. But the three ways they score, you know, they score layups, they score threes, and they score in post-ups. The layups at the rim and the, the three-point shots, they're still really, really good at. And uh, hopefully we can find a way to shut that down a little bit make it a little harder on them. And then Jordan Ford is as good a finisher as maybe there is. I, he reminds me in a different way, but he reminds me of Tyler Hawes when Ty played here. We could run sets and sets and sets for Ty, and he would, he would just close the game out. This is just Jordan Ford can do it. It creatively off the dribble, off the bounce, five foot or twelve foot, you know, kind of floater, hitting threes, step backs, getting to the free throw line. Uh, so late in the shot clock, we're gonna have to do a really good job on kind of corral him and control him a little bit. He's been on the road so so much the last month and a half. What is it nice to be kind of here for? Yeah, four the next five here. Yeah, I heard that the other day. They were playing three th three game homestand, you know, and I I think that uh, uh, that's you know. I, I feel for the team because it's it's not their fault. They're not the ones who put the 29 games, I mean 29 days in a row out of the Marriott Center. But um, I, I really I really believe that anybody playing on any team uh, that never got to play a home game would be would be pretty tough on any team. So I'm glad that we got a few coming up. Where do you see Dalton's game right now? You know, Dalton is. Uh, he understands our system as well as anybody. He's in the right place defensively. Uh, and I, I think I can really count on Dalt in any situation. Um, right now, you know, in the rotation, Gav's kind of got a few, you got more minutes in the last couple of weeks. But I've had two or three really good conversations with Dalt. And uh, he's a guy that uh, 
is in a great spot to help this team in any situation that we get into. That's tough, which will probably be tomorrow night. Do you talk to each one of the players every week? You've mentioned you talked to Dalton, you talked to, to uh, Nick, I think you mentioned the other day you talked to this. Do you have those conversations? I, I don't have, a, I don't have a, a set time with every guy, you know, but uh, I do try to obviously, you know, each one of my coaches have a couple players that they, you know, interact with every day. When they get up, they text. When they go to bed, they text. And in between, you know, hopefully have a lot of conversations. And then I can communicate to my coaches with how they're feeling. And then I try to get to the guys that uh, I feel like, you know, are in really good spots that are rolling and keep encouraging them with confidence. And then guys that are struggling a little bit try to get their head up. I, I, I do, I will tell you this, and I mentioned this today when I was talking to uh, the group in Salt Lake, that uh, – you know, Luke is probably as good of a um, leader in, 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 in his role as a player trying to help a coach as anybody we've ever had here. I mean, he, he not only plays, you know, with his you know, heart on his sleeve and leaves everything out there, but he, he verbally encourages the guys and spends I think our practices are so good because of his efforts every day and it's rubbed off on a lot of the other guys McKay and TJ and other guys that are kind of maybe not as extroverted but they have become that way to help support Luke and what he's trying to do and it's really really helped our team stay together in some tough times it's a tough you know it's been a, some tough uh, you know stretches that we've been through and I, I think our guys I think we're in a good spot right now I think that you know this team could really take off and and have a great finish Where's Nick's state of mind and confidence in the five or six weeks that he's been back on the court? Is he where he was his freshman year? In terms of well, I, I'll tell you, I, I don't think on the court he is, but I do feel that the rest of his life is in a place where he he is successful in everything that he's doing. He's had a great summer semester academically, great fall semester academically. I think his social life is back to being normal. Uh, I mean, he went through a really hard year and a half with a marriage and a divorce and, you know, life-threatening situations that he was involved in. And to where he is now with the guys on a team and has his life from 8 o'clock in the morning till midnight is probably back into that spot. His game, he's still continuing to try to, you know, find it and develop it. And defensively, I think he's – playing as good a defensive basketball as he's ever played. I think his energy is terrific. His efficiency on the offensive end is something that, you know, he wants to be better. And so we'll just keep working on it. But I, I couldn't be happier with where we were, you know, maybe 14, 15 months ago to where we are right now as far as him progressing. All right. Okay, right. guys. Yeah. You talk about, we've talked to you about how the players handle the tough stretches and ups and downs. How do the coaches handle those moments? It's your job, I know, but yeah, and that, that's that. that uh, I'll I'll give our staff a lot of credit, but a lot of that comes on me and how I kind of present it to them, and um, they understand the urgency that we're under, and they understand the you know the the microscope, the spotlight, whatever you want to call it. Um, and for me, I just am really impressed at how these guys do their job. They, they, we've, we've got all of us have got something to do every day and every game we show up and we've all got a job to do and I'm, I'm really impressed in how professional the guys are 
Um, but there, there are times when I think, um, you know, the head coach needs to kind of help them put into perspective what's going on and what we're doing. And uh, that's where I, I continually try to uh, maybe improve as far as a leader is concerned. But uh, I, I love the support these guys give and the job that they do. And, and sometimes the tougher things are, the better that, that you can see their performance. So.